Hello. Hello. I'm Human Error. I'm Quad. And this is Underground Orangeboro. Disclaimer, um, I was cursing the last time I was doing this. So um, I'm going to try to keep the vulgarity to a minimum. So I'm sorry about that. But today I'm interviewing my beloved friend, E.D. Wait for it. D. Yep. Ah, let's get in. Hello. So, how's it been going? You know, it's been going good, man. I just been busy. Busy? Know. What you been up to? Busy, busy. Of course, you know I still got. I'm still a student, first and foremost. Yeah. So, it's kind of hard to balance that with music and basketball. I'm trying to get back to basketball. But yeah, man, I've been working on this album, and I really want this to come off like something. That's go- people are gonna hear and be like, "Damn, like he really took his time with this. This shit's very artistic." Yeah, yeah, man. That's that's what it's for. I get it. Um, a lot of people, I feel like a lot of rappers, artists nowadays, just put out a bunch of <coughs> BS and it's um. Ah, BS. Nice plug. Uh yeah, nice uh yeah nice plug. Go get Apple um, Music. Yep. Um, but the it's just like so disposable. It has no longevity and like they release like every year. Um, I mean. Of course, I got my own opinion, but of course, everything is subjective, so, but people are going to like what they want to like. The thing about it is that I feel like what you were saying about always dropping music is that if you don't take the time to actually put something into the project, it's not going to have any longevity, so you're going to have to keep dropping music in order to stay relevant. If you look at artists like, of course, Kendrick or Drake or Gambino, or Frank Ocean. Or G. Herbo. Or G. Herbo. (laughs) (laughs) They they drop albums, and they take about a good two, two and a half years off. I I think ASAP's like on a three-year break right now. He's about to drop a project. Frank Ocean took a four-year break. Four-year break, yeah. I mean, because these guys, it's not something, they're not just making songs. They're actually, they have concepts, or they're actually bringing something new to the table that takes time to develop. Yeah, so what, what are you bringing to the table, exactly? I'm bringing, basically, it's a very... It's, it's very introspective, and it's kind of like where I'm at in life right now, kind of the direction I can go. But it's it's very creative because it's something a lot of people can relate to because it's something that everybody goes through. It's like a coming of age, right? I'm, I'm at the point where I'm, I'm leaving my teenage years. I'm becoming a man, so now it's like, what do I do? I got a lot of potential in me, you feel me? Ha-ha. Ha-ha, potential. potential in your ear. Potential. Out now on SoundCloud. That is. Go listen. But yeah, man, like I got a lot of me and my me and my friends, me and my parents, we got a lot of potential. But we can potentially do something good with that, or we can potentially do something bad. And it's all about the choices you make. And I'm kind of bringing you those choices and how I look at it, and how people look at me through their eyes as well. So it's gonna be gonna be pretty dope, bro. Yeah. So um, you're not from Orangeboro. I am not from. He's the best rapper in Orangeboro. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I guess. Humble brag uh, from Quad. But, um, what was it like growing up in Dayton? Oh, Dayton, the grime uh, city. Grime. Nah, man, Dayton, Dayton's cool. It's just Dayton's wild, man. Like, people take Owensboro for granted because Owensboro is such a like a. It's really a chill place. If you if you've never been anywhere big, you won't understand it. But Owensboro really is like a chill place. You can do a lot of things and don't have to worry about bullshit, fugazi shit. That's just like unnecessary. Dayton. Uh, you really can't play around too much in Dayton, bro, because niggas really be dying and shit. <laughs> niggas will get capped uh, for, like, the silliest of, of shit. 
I mean, of course, it's a bigger city than Owensboro, too, so that just comes with it. But, yeah, I mean, the public school system is just a joke. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. But it's like that. It's like that everywhere, basically, the public school system. But especially in Dayton, it's just like they don't care about the kids, man. So coming to Owensboro, it just, I guess, it gave me, it gave me a different outlook on stuff. Kind of shaped me who I am today, which I am very proud of because I love myself. Oh, like very narcissistic of you, right? No, I mean, if you don't love yourself, you can't love nobody else. You feel I, I feel like I feel like on a uh, yeah, sentimental note. Yeah, you gotta love yourself before you love anybody else. Yeah. But yeah, man. So I I am very appreciative of Owensboro. Uh, yeah. So what was it city. like growing up in Dayton? Being I, a kid in Dayton. I mean, being a kid, like I moved when I was thirteen, so I really like you know just as like a kid aspect. It was just you know I would. My my family I have I have a big family for the people who didn't know. I got about sixteen about sixteen siblings. I got a uh, Yeah, yeah, quad I got ah. sixteen. I, I got I got I think I got six or seven here and then the rest are in Ohio. I, I mean I got some some places else, but that's 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 too much information. But uh so I'm the oldest. So it was just like a lot of a lot of stuff I was with my sisters looking after them while my mom was at work. Most of the time, she was, uh, most of the time, she was single, single mother. Uh, so, a lot fell on me having to take care of them and trying to be a role model. But also, you know, learning about the stuff you learn about as a kid, especially, like I said, at Dayton, there's a lot of shit that you could get into that I stayed away from because I felt like that shit just, it just never was for me. So, I mean... You say a lot of things about it. I I, I call it I call it uh, it it was I, I potentially did the right thing. That's that's what I'm gonna say. Potentially. I potentially did. So the like, right thing. I potentially like, <laughs> like what like like you obviously. Well, I mean. See, see, back then I'm saying, I could have potentially did. You said did the wrong thing. You could have yeah, did. Yeah. Okay. Right, so, but I potentially, you know, you know what I mean. Yeah, of course, yeah, potentially, yeah. you know, it's yeah. it's not a present tense, but yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. You know yeah. What I mean? At the time. At yeah. the time, yeah. So how was the transition from Dayton to Owensboro? I mean, it wasn't bad because, of course, my dad, he lived down here. Uh, he lived down here for years before I moved down here, so I would come down here every summer. So I already knew a lot of people. A lot of people already knew me. Yeah. So when I moved down here, it was just like making that step final or whatever. But uh, going to Catholic, that was an experience because... <laughs> how was going to Catholic high school? Oh, man, Catholic O-C-H-S. That's, that's the place, man. Yeah, I mean, I guess, like, the fr- I remember, man, one day, we were at Fifth Street, right? Fifth Street Park, or Kendall Purpose Park. And I was speaking to some people. I'm not going to say their names, but they, they, they know us. They know us. They, they're, they're, they're our homies, I guess you could say that. And there was, I told them, I was like, yeah, man, I'm going to Catholic. At this time, I was still in eighth grade. This is before I was skipped to the ninth grade. And they're like, you're going to Catholic? Nigga, your dad's retarded. <laughs> Excuse me, I, I don't know I'm sorry. I mean, yeah, I, that, I that's, that's, that was But, that, but yeah. that's what they said. Yeah. That's what they said. I'm like, what you mean? They said, man, Catholic people got a lot of money, man. And I'm not going to lie, Ed, you ugly-ass nigga. <laughs> They're not going to accept you well. So I was like, I was nervous, man, of course. But back in Ohio, I went to Emerson Academy. It was full of, it was it had a lot of white people as well. So I was, I was accustomed to that, being in situations that, you know, I'm, that I'm not, I guess, a part of. I don't fit in. So that, that wasn't a problem. The problem was just socializing and getting people to know me but once that the first day like you know I knew Cameron of course Facade O'Ray Zuber I knew them by basketball 
so after the first day, I got my nerves out. Everything was cool. And then, you know, I, after that, started going until the day I got skipped to the ninth grade. And then that was that was nerve-wracking. Well. How was that? That was crazy. Like, the whole situation. You just jumped just, ship. Like, you, you was ship. like middle, like middle, middle school, grade. high school. I mean, granted, this is like a high school like oriented town so like everything's I feel like everything's around the, the, yeah, centered around the high school sports and stuff so like you're making a a big well, yeah it was it was a big I mean cause I had already had a group of friends that I hanged around with you know that I knew with so now it's like dang I gotta it was literally one week I was in 8th grade next week I'm in high school so I, mean, I just remember the first day my dad, you know, he drove me. He's shaking. I'm like, what you shaking for? He's like, I'm scared for you. I'm like, nah. <laughs> What's he scared for? I don't know. So we're in the office. We waiting. And I still got my middle school uniform on. Of course, the middle school uniform is different from high school uniform. And yes, we wore uniforms because we are a Catholic school. So I'm in there. This big, And of course, I've always been tall. So this tall-ass eighth grader is in there with a middle school uniform. And I'm black. The school's about 98% white. I know people were yeah. like, who the fuck? Who the fuck is who this leaky yeah, looking <laughs> fucking uh, Negro? Who yeah, is this? Yeah. But I knew I knew some guys there because of again basketball. I was on the I was on the high school basketball team in eighth grade because you know I'm a certified diggity. Diggity. The block doctor. Dog. They don't call me that for no reason. But no, nah, I knew some guys and they, they made the transition easier. But that first day was just like, I mean, I didn't know what to do. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah, bro. So, I, but like I said, after about a week or two, I started to get known. People started socializing. Me and my man Devro. <laughs> Devro, shout out Devro. Devro, yeah, man, we got together, man. Holden, shout out Holden. Drew Harvey. Drew Harvey, guys, Harvey Alex yeah. Brown. Even though he, he yeah. transferred over to Orangeboro, shout out Alex. He did. That's crazy. Smart move on his part. Yeah. But they, yeah, <laughs> they, they, they know who they are, man. You know, yeah. we started started kicking, man. And that's yeah. how that went. So when did you start playing basketball? I didn't start playing basketball, I think, until, like, 6th grade, 6th or 7th grade, which is kind of late to start a sport. I, cause I played football. I played Pop Warner or Pee Wee, whatever you want to call it. I played that when I was younger, and uh, I really wasn't into basketball. I even played golf. Yes, I was a golfer. I wasn't really even into basketball until I hit the 6th grade. I noticed, like, hey, I'm kind of tall. I think I need to try basketball out. So I remember I tried out, made the middle school team, uh, played a lot. I mean, I wasn't good, but our team wasn't good either, so I just kind of, like, fit in. But the coach saw I had potential. Yeah. That's, that's he, something. Said, he said, yeah. He, he said, you got potential, kid. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to stick with it. And, you know, coming down here for the summers, working with my dad, he was a big help on developing my game. We would, every morning we get up, he's like, man, you got to go to the park. You, you got to go, you got to go D1. You got to go to college so you can, you, you can do right by your peoples. I'm like, all right, bad. So we get up every morning. He would put the strength shoes on me, do box jumps. He was like, you got to dunk, man. You got to be able to dunk this basketball. Yeah. Man, them weight, them weight jackets. Uh, so, I mean, eventually, as time got on, of course, you know, I, I became uh, the block doctor. <laughs> the block doctor. The, the block doctor. I, I kind of developed my skills. I was a, I was a late bloomer, but once I once I got my skills, then I was, uh, I was a pretty decent basketball player. I mean, I like you obviously player. are still a... You, you say decent, but I feel like you're a good basketball player now because, I mean, you're in college on a scholarship to play basketball. I mean, yeah, of course. You so, know. obviously, it's not I'm um, decent because yeah. there's a lot of people that want to be in your shoes right now. And that's very true. And I am very grateful for the spot I am now. But I, I say decent because uh, I, I could be better or I could have been better than what I was. 
And that's, I, I think that's, like, for a lot of people, a lot of people looking back, it was like, you know, I could have did things different. I could have worked a little bit harder. I could have did this, that. I mean, which I could have, I, I am, I am undersized, I guess, for my position, even though I'm kind of lanky and tall, I'm not as tall as the guys I play against. But, you know, I have the skill set to really dominate those type of guys. I got the long arms, my ability to block shots. Yeah, the block doctor. Of course. On Twitter. Um, but, yeah, I'm just, you know, that's why I say decent. I just could, I could have been better than what I am now. Yeah, I mean yeah, 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 I feel yeah. like I feel like that's how everyone is to a certain extent. They feel like they could be better, do oh, better. Yeah. Shit, yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's an endless, continuous like struggle. Oh yeah, endless. Frank Ocean. Yeah. No. <laughs> Yeah. Why are you raising your hand? Because bro, I don't want to just interrupt or, or none of that. Man, nah, speak right, since you had, since you got all that, all your life story and all that out the way, bro, which is interesting. But <laughs> <laughs> what made you decide to rap? And, uh, why, and, and why do you believe that you're the best rapper in Owensboro? <laughs> because everybody at this table believes you're the best rapper in Owensboro. So nah. why do you believe it? Or what made you decide to rap? So like, I, I was I was always rapping. Like even at a young age, like I would rap. Like you know my. My mom would be like, oh, it's funny, blah, blah, blah. But I would rap. Yeah, like, I just, like, I thought it was funny. Yeah, like, people would think it's funny. But, like, yeah, I would always rap because I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, I thought it was, like, the way people put words together to me was just, like, that shit's cool. I, I like that. So, I would I would rap. I would I would literally, like, sit in my room and be like, what's some stuff I can say tomorrow to people? And they'd be like, oh, that shit's hard. And that was at, like, a very young age. Like, I'm talking about, like, fourth, fifth grade. And then uh, when I came down here, like, of course, I people knew that I People knew that I rap like for a side hobby. So if we were at a party, they'd be like, "Hey, yeah, spit, spit something right quick." Blah blah blah. Do this, do this. But it, again, it wasn't really taken like seriously. It was just something that I did. I didn't start taking rap seriously until about my senior year. Actually, it was probably the summer of going into my freshman year of college. That's when I was like, "I think I really want to do this." So you know, I took the money that I had from working. Blah blah blah. Bought me a little mic, a laptop start recording shit and when i started i was i was terrible but that's no yes. it was not terrible when i started not you, terrible you just you just look back at like where you was went to and you've gotten better so you no, think no, it's no. terrible but, but that's the thing though when once you start something you are terrible at it because you haven't done it long enough to kind of uh, yeah i mean at a certain extent you try but like it's not yeah. trash like the pro- like what you put out was not trash no, so, you know no, no, listen, the product it, was not trash if somebody was to send me uh, if a different rapper right it was like hey man I want you to check this out and they send me something right one of their songs and let's say it's one of the first songs i've made right but of course i didn't make it cuz we were being hypothetical but let's say they send me the same song i made when i was first you know starting out it, but it's them rapping and i would be like this shit's not good no you wouldn't yeah, I wouldn't say that to them. I would say something like, you know, just keep working at it. Be of course, because you never want to be negative. But in the sense, like, yeah, like it's it, it's nothing that's gonna catch my ear. But then it, that's the point, though. Like, I didn't, I didn't give up. Like, oh well, because at the time I thought that shit was hard. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. So but I, like, I, I feel like the people who are around me were just gassing, like, oh no, nah, man, this shit's hard. Blah blah blah. Yeah. If I if I had if I had people around me who were like, man, this shit's at like this shit's terrible. I, and of course, people were thinking it. Of course, like. This nigga Ed think he's a rapper. Maybe it has more so to do with the the mixing and mastering of it more so than like well, the, yeah, like that, the that actual like too. lyrics of like what you're saying. Yeah, that comes with it too. Because if, if the quality of the song is bad, automatically you the first three seconds somebody will listen, and if your quality's trash, the first three seconds <laughs> they, they gonna, gonna say this they shit. They gonna call it trash. They gonna say this shit's ass. So that of course that came with it, but 
I didn't have the resources at the time, so I really couldn't help that. So it's just very cringeworthy to go back and listen to it, and it's just like, why the fuck was I doing this? So can I ask another question? Yeah, go ahead. What are you trying to get out of rap? Like, what's your purpose behind why you rapping? Like, because okay, I'm glad you asked that question. I really, really enjoy the art of rapping. I don't rap so I can get the label as rapper and live like this lavish lifestyle as a rapper. I could give two fucks about that shit. I'm an antisocial extrovert anyway, so. Yep. That shit blocked. <laughs> that shit doesn't. I don't. I'm not interested about that shit. But it's it's the art of rapping, the art of taking something, right, musically and creating either a story, a narrative, a perspective, giving my feelings right and giving it to people in a way that they can enjoy it as well. That's and you can influence a lot of fucking people that way, you know. Frank Ocean has a lot of fucking influence on people. Kendrick has a lot of influence. Fucking Eminem, all these great artists have a lot of influence. Is because of their talents in this, in this artwork. Because that's what it is. It's a, it's it is an art form. It's art. Yeah, it's an art form. And artwork. art has longevity. It's not no fucking right. And, and BS the thing that. about the rap game that pisses me off is that a lot of people want to be rappers now, and they don't want to be rappers because they love the form of rapping. They want to be rappers because they see like this lifestyle that people live, right? Yeah. So they're like, oh, that's cool. So now the game has been saturated with lackluster shit that can be that can be really fixed by producers and engineers who know how to make that shit thump and give you that, that kick that it'll wait to make your head knob and, you know, throw some shit in there and be like, oh, this shit's hard. But it, people really are not saying nothing. When it, when it comes to the actual rapping of it and you listen, you're like, anybody can do the shit that people are doing now. And that's kind of the label behind SoundCloud rappers. Sure. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, so that's like, right. You gotta get on Bandcamp, my nigga. I mean, yeah, but I mean, my shit's on SoundCloud. But I feel like when people actually hear my shit, they 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 don't look at me like, oh, this nigga is like, cause you 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 can hear my shit right away, can tell like this nigga is on some different. Like he's not. I'm on some different shit. I'm not on that. I'm gonna just get on here and, and talk about some bullshit. Like you know, on my remixes, of course, I don't. I, I say some bullshit, but that's just to show off my rap skills. Like, oh, hey, I, I'm a yeah, nigga that can rap. That's that's of course. Yeah, but I would never get on a on a track, even on my remixes, and and, and talk about some shit that I haven't done or that I won't do. That's in a live. lot of people. Yeah, a lot of niggas do that. A lot of a lot niggas uh, want to portray an image that they don't. Yeah, they just, don't live just or a life they don't live. Right, just to look cool and shit, which is like the dumbest shit to me. Like, why? The you point, get cool points. Ten cool points. That's what niggas do. Cause that's the that's hundred cool points means you're awesome. Yep, that's why niggas do shit. Coolest dude in the room. Niggas tweet what they do. That's niggas what do shit to Instagram cool, what they bro. do. But what people <laughs> fail to realize is that while you're doing that, you're trying to be like everybody else. The people that make it are the people who are themselves because they're different. Being being different is being unique, and unique is awesome. That's why Kanye's fucking Kanye. Kanye's not out here. He doesn't fabricate shit. He's Kanye, and he does his shit on his own and nobody else can be another there's not another Kanye West that's why people respect Kanye so much now I'm not talking about his his, antic, his antics or the way he acts I'm talking about his music in general his artwork like that nigga is very very iconic and that's because he's he does what the fuck he wants to do he's not out here doing catering to yeah. right, catering to to the mainstream type of oh this is what a rapper looks like you have to have dreads and you have to do and I'm not trying to throw shots at nobody cause I mean shit if you making if you out here doing views you you doing numbers well shit do you cause obviously you do something right it's just you know my personal preference on what I think about how the rap game's being saturated I mean cause anybody can go rice gum right rice gum 
YouTuber. YouTuber. That's my guy. I love his YouTube videos and everything, but he just really went platinum with a rap song that... Um, <laughs> it's like a lot of people are capitalizing off of hip-hop. Yeah, but capitalizing rap. off... The, it, it, it's but the culture. It's know? the culture, culture of America. Like it, it's always been like that. You they they something gets popular by a minority group and then you, you capitalize off that and you make it mainstream and then you saturate it with some shit that's that's bullshit. That's some BS. Yeah, plug. A lot of BS. Yeah, bro, but that's that's how it is. I just want people to realize that. So that that's one reason too. Everybody's like, Why you wanna be a rapper? Everybody wanna be a rapper. I wanna be a rapper because like I actually care about the art form. Like I'm actually a fucking rapper. I, if I go to a party and they be like, Ed, bust out a 16 right now, like, I'm going to spit a 16. And you can say, oh, well, your music, I don't really like your music, blah, blah, blah. but guarantee you, you won't be like, that nigga can't rap. That's 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 fact. Yeah. Guarantee none of you niggas will come up to be like, nigga, you can't rap. I mean, you can say it, but if you say it, nigga, you're going to have to prove me wrong. You're going to have to spit a 16 that's hotter than my 16. In my eyes, a lot of niggas ain't going to do that shit. A lot of niggas that say they rappers are not going to do that shit. So are they really rappers? Or are they actors? <laughs> that's the better question. Good question. Man, that's the better question. Yeah. You know, I, I really do this shit. I'm a certified diggity. Diggity? Diggity yeah. dog. What else? Um, so, you rap. Right. Play basketball at Russia. Right. He's also a magician. <laughs> He's also a, uh, a magician. Yes. I, I that, do. that does magic tricks. I do magic tricks. How did you get into magic? Yeah, Act no. voodoo, I mean. Because <laughs> that's what it is. Voodoo. It's voodoo. Again, yeah, it's so the same thing like with rapping. Like, I always was intrigued by magic. And I remember one day I was on, uh, I was online and I was looking at magic videos and it was this black guy. He, he did this trick. And then at the end of the video, he gave, he, he put up a link. He was like, this is how I did it. So I clicked the link and he still how he did the trick, right? I'm like, oh, damn. Like, I would never, like, thought it like, damn. Like, he, it was... It's basically an illusion. That's like the first time I realized, like with magic tricks, like okay, they're you're you're showing one thing while you're doing something else behind your back type shit. So then at the end of the video, he was like, "You can sign up and be a part of uh, this these classes I'm teaching, right?" So I asked my mom. She's like, "Yeah, go ahead." So then every week he would send a video, and he would teach about different you know different things like sleight of hand and different things you can do with cards or just you know different things to throw people off. So like ever since then, I just. I picked up on tricks and, you know, started doing tricks. Kind of, I like to see people's reactions to shit. Because people don't take me serious when I tell yeah, them, like, exactly. I, I do magic. They're like, what? Like, they literally, like, because like, I am a goofy dude. Like, yeah. such a goofy ass stuff. Yeah, I, I do something. They're like, nigga, how the fuck you do that? <laughs> they be shook like I was shook. You know? Yeah, man. So that, that's just, I just think that's funny. Yeah. So that's why you do magic, just for the, just for it. Yeah, I think, of course, magic's also an art form. Um, that's cool. I think that's very like I really I'm really intrigued on like how different things you could do with magic. It's the shit is just it's like, like endless. Wild. It's, it's really endless. endless. It's, it's it's a lot of shit that you can do that can really fuck up with like you really have niggas thinking like you are a demon or something <clears> like this nigga. Is. I remember like watching Chris Angel and he like walked across water. I was like this and this that dude, dude bro like, like what. That, I was like, what? Like, but like the first episode I watched, he got like struck by like lightning, <laughs> and he like survived. But yeah. like, like they of course they like had like a electric magnetic field or something. So right. like, they like set it up, and he got like struck by some lightning, and it was straight. I was like, wow, <laughs> like, 
how did he do that? Like, yeah, how'd you do that? Like the then, then I got on YouTube, and then there was like all the tricks and all right stuff. And, and that's the th- and that's the bad thing. You, you, know, you have pros and cons about the internet, but the bad thing <laughs> is that you can find out anything on the fucking internet. So nothing's like sacred no more. So yeah. like, if 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 somebody comes up to me and show me a trick I've never seen before, and like it's original, and like I can't find how you did it, that I would be like, I would impressed, be impressed. Impressed, yeah. I'd be like, wow, yeah, that's 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 some cool ass shit. I have a question. All right, go ahead. Do you have an album dropping anytime soon? <laughs> yes, I am currently working on that. What is the name of your album? That's to be announced that and is to decided. Be announced. Yes. But just know um, climate change is coming. Climate change is very real. We are bringing, bringing some climate. Yes, yes, yes. Are you ever going to put your niggas on? <laughs> that's, that's a serious plan. question, that's too. That's the plan. I mean, I'll define put my niggas on like on what on, on tracks put them on not necessarily on tracks but put everybody in a position to succeed I'm, of course that that's the and that's also one thing that's too. like the end goal that's the end goal of if I get rewarded for the shit I'm doing I'm going to reward the niggas who help me get to the position I'm at like not just my niggas though cause that's that's a given just niggas period Yes, like the community, bro. Like bringing this shit back to Owensboro, so people can wake up and have some. Like, if you think about it, Owensboro, really has nothing to look forward to. Like, yeah, when niggas like be like, nothing. when niggas be like, what's the move? Like, it's only like, oh, who who's throwing the party? Yeah, who's smoking? Who's drinking? Who's, who's smoking? Having sessions? Who's, who's smoking? Who's throwing the party? That's the same shit niggas do every weekend. Like, that I want to bring some shit to where when niggas be like, what's the move? You really gonna have options on what you could do? Like, bring. Bring like social life here to Owensboro because it's a lot of fucking kids here, and like you said, a lot of people. A lot of potential, right? A lot of it's a lot of potential in Owensboro, and, and people do bring a lot of highlight to high school. But like in high school, you, I mean, damn, your hormones is going. You want to, you want to do shit. If there's not a lot to do, you're gonna do what other niggas are doing. Other niggas are smoking and drinking, which I'm not. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's just I don't. I mean, I don't do. I don't have the need to. But it's like, damn, bro, that could that could really just like fuck up a lot of shit for a lot of people who are trying to do some shit. So, like, the end goal is to, like, bring more options and bring resources here. Have have something people can, like, look up to when they wake up. Like, oh, I'm really looking forward to this today. Give yeah. some motivation to people. Everybody needs a little motivation. Yeah, everybody. I have another question. This is my last question for you. I haven't heard it out of your mouth yet. You can keep, you can keep asking. I, I haven't heard it out of your mouth yet. Do you feel like you're the best rapper on bro? <laughs> do I feel like I'm the best rapper on bro? Do you really feel, do you really believe it? Like, like no, no funny, no, like, be for real. I mean, it's it's a, it's a lot of dope rappers in Owensboro, though. Of course, you got Teflon. Teflon has the numbers. He has the best numbers in Owensboro. But do you feel That's like you're the best rapper in Owensboro? I feel like... I believe it. <laughs> it's all subjective. But I feel like I am the best uh, lyrical rapper in Owensboro. Yes. When it comes to actually rapping, I do feel like I am the best. But everybody should have the attitude. Because if you don't, then it's like, what the fuck you doing it for? Big facts. I feel like when this album drops, we're going to take over. <laughs> Big facts. <laughs> um, WrestleMania's this weekend. Facts. Actually, tonight's NXT TakeOver. Yeah, I'm um, excited for that. What are you looking forward to? <sighs> hey, man, this, this is looking up to be like one of the best cards of all time. I mean, you got Daniel Bryan coming back. Yee. Yes. Yes. Yes, it's in the background yes. of uh, the new yes. Ed, Ed song on SoundCloud. That potential year. You catch it. We got AJ versus Shinsuke. It's going to be watered down, though. <sighs> nah, not at all. I, see, I feel like... They're going to try to top it, but it's going to be watered down. No, 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 no. And, and, and it's, it's not going to be a long it, match. 
it, they're going to give him about 25 minutes, which is pretty long. 25? Yeah. That's short, bro. No, not at all. Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, about 25 minutes. That was a pretty long match. But you got to think. No, heck. But no, you got to no, no, think, no. though. But it's like a lot. It's going to be it's gonna be fast-paced. It's going to be have to be like 25 minutes. 25 minutes. Yeah, it's not long because the 25 minutes, you can think tell, about you No, can but think about Okada and Omega, but, 60 minutes. But you got to think about that, though. The New Japan shows are not as big as the WrestleMania shows. But I'm saying, like. So they could, they could but go like, think about minutes. where that match is and then, like, look. But. I don't. I don't judge how good a match is on like by length. I feel like. They, but I'm saying like all the spots and stuff that they. Yeah, did. but you can do a lot of shit within 25 minutes too, though. Uh, for like instance, CM Punk and John Cena when they had their match at the Money in the Bank, they went for like a good hour, or they went for like a good 45. They went a long ass time, and yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a great match. But like, I feel like, damn, it was kind of, it was really kind of lengthy, and like they're not, they're not. You know, Okada or Omega. CM Punk's very good. John Cena's a good wrestler too, but they're not Omega and Okada, so it's not going to be as like impact. Yeah. It's not going to be as impactful. And the, the the WWE style is not strong style like New Japan. But with the with AJ and Shinsuke, those guys are again one of the best wrestlers in the world. Give them twenty five minutes, a lot of shit could happen. And I'm I'm very excited for that match. I'm very excited. I, it, I, feel I like mean, I want to be excited, but I don't want to get my hopes up to be let down. You, you know? think it's gonna be a bad match? Who do you think is going to win? Just a real question. Because they can go either way. They can go either way. I, I feel like they can get it. If they give it to Shinsuke, then they can tell AJ versus Shinsuke up to SummerSlam. Just them going back and forth. And then they can have a But what about the rest of the roster? What about Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn? They, you know, we don't know if they're going to get they're, they're shipped off the Raw. They'll, 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 probably, they'll probably go to Raw. But, like, yeah, I mean, that's your two, that, that's your two main guys right now on SmackDown. Um, of course, now you exactly. got Exactly. So, back. I mean, they might move up some people from NXT, but... Yeah, of course, that, that which is a given. But, yeah, you could tell... I mean, like, you could, you could tell us all the way to SmackDown. They can have some classics, man. Yeah. Ed, I have a question. <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> How do you feel about rappers dissing on Nick? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and give some insight on where that question is coming from, too. So Yeah, I want to know, like, what, what do you mean by dissing on niggas? Uh, about a few summers ago, I know a dude who got mad. Because he kept getting beaten Madden, right? Okay, so listen, guys. He he's talking about me. I Ed has a song on SoundCloud where he dissed all of his niggas. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I, I didn't diss him. It's my trolling series, which I troll my niggas because I am a troll. And every time I do a trolling series, it's because I feel like niggas they they get too funny. They start trolling me too serious. Then I'm like, okay, so I go into the fucking booth and I just rap about some shit. But the thing, I didn't even diss you, Quadri. All I said was that... He told me I look like Bobby Womack. <laughs> it took me 18... I was a virgin for 18 years. And he told me that I was having sex with a preacher's daughter. <laughs> On record. I, but a lot of people didn't hear that. Yeah, you well, just, you just you exposed it. yourself. Now, now, you see, now it, a lot of people heard that shit. Yeah. Nah, it's just the principle of the matter, bro. Because I feel like that needed, the air needed to be cleared up behind that song. It was a dope song. It's just the fact that you had to diss me. Nah, see, and, and the thing about it, the song was ass, though. So a lot of people heard it's it. It's just day. not even ass. That's my early shit, y'all. I'm telling you, my early shit was pretty fucking... Ed is sitting on a uh, um, project that he released this past summer. Yes, Unprivileged Trash. Trash. And that was dope for the time. For the time. Dope. I mean, he has a really good songs on there that I, I enjoy. He yeah. has... Dre Ties has a feature. Shout out Dre Ties. And One Way Dre. One Way Dre. Shout out him. Uh, he has a dope feature on there that... Like, I wish would just, like, be on SoundCloud. But, I mean, granted, that platform is, it has, uh, has a sticky, sticky, yeah. grimy attachment. So, like, if you were to release, like, some, like, I don't know, your original stuff. Not necessarily original, but, like, some yeah, shit man. that you put your time into on there would. I use SoundCloud just to get people's attention, like, to grab people in. Like, okay, I'm tuned in. I want to see what this nigga's going to do. 
which I feel like I've done a good job at here recently with the like the remixes I put out. I just you know I just be like okay what can I say in this one to make niggas be like I see my, when I envision me writing and rapping this shit I envision niggas hearing this shit and getting a stink face like damn that nigga just said that shit yeah that that shit really makes me happy yeah <laughs> when niggas hear about shit be like damn that nigga said that shit or if I say something like something that's over your head which a lot of niggas. Cause when a lot of niggas listen to rap nowadays, they listen to a lot of dumb shit. Well, uh, <laughs> well, the demographic, well, the demographic I'm using around it, when people listen to rap, they don't really like try to catch some shit. Cause like the people they listen to is very like literal. It's very like kind of literal shit. I'm I don't do like a lot of literal or storytelling type shit, I'm, which I can storytell and I do have songs where I'm storytelling, but I do a lot of like abstract, over your head kind of punchlines, metaphors, blah 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 type shit. And uh, a lot of people they don't. It's hard to catch some of the shit I say, but when they finally do catch it, you're like, oh, yeah, like you, you have to Google. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh, shit, that, that's, that's what that nigga's talking about. And I, I am a weird nigga, so I am in the weird shit. So when I some, say some shit, and you're like, what the fuck is he talking about? And then you finally find, or you could even just be talking to somebody, and somebody brings something up, and you're like, oh, that, that's what that nigga meant when he said that. Like, oh, shit. Yeah, you you, you, you like know a lot of things. You're very, very uh, intelligent. Nah, I'm smart not. Smart guy. I'm not even smart. Niggas, niggas think I'm smart. I just I know how to use my resources well. <laughs> I know how to use my resources well. That's it. Yeah, but you you know a lot, you know. I I know a little about a lot. I don't know a lot. I know a little. Shout, about yeah, a lot. I, yeah. I feel like yeah. I just know a little about. I know a little about a lot of things. That's that's a great thing. Yeah, I, I know a lot of people. I have a question for all the aspiring upcoming rappers. How much for a feature? Because <laughs> I asked somebody the other day, they told me seven figures. <laughs> I'm gonna ask you how much for. A I'm feature. not. I don't charge for features, man. If you if you come up to me and you're really serious though about this rapping thing and you and you come up with me with a dope idea and I like it, I'll hop on the track with you or I'll let. Or if I feel like you're dope and I want you to hop on the track, I'm gonna just I'm gonna get you. Hopefully, I, you know you don't charge me for a uh, feature. <laughs> but yeah, man. I, I mean, I'm not shit yet. Why the fuck would I charge for a feature? I'm trying to get on. So we are I, trying to get on. Yeah, we are trying to get on. But so, yeah, man, I'm not charging nobody for a feature. So if if you really serious about this rap shit, bro, and you, and you fuck with the shit I do, just hit me up, bro. Yeah, I'm gonna respond to you. So what's your top five albums all time? Ooh, right now Damn. on the spot, right now. Ah, see, top five all time. I can give my top five favorites, and I'm, I'm yeah, top five favorites. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, top five I'm not gonna go in order because I'm feel like it's kind of hard. But I'm gonna just uh, Thriller, of course, Michael Jackson, because I'm a hype beast, of course. But uh, you can't deny that. And Pimba Butterfly, Kendrick Lamar, of course, instant classic when he dropped that shit. Five six star match. Yes, Dave yeah, basically, basically. Yeah. Uh, the Miseducation of Lauryn Hill. Ooh, of course, classic. Uh, Toys in the Attic by Aerosmith. Ooh, a lot yeah, of you don't even Squeak. listen to that. That shit, boy. Oh my god. So what is that three or four? I think that's four. four. No, I think you forgot Humble Beast. <laughs> <laughs> my fifth spot. I don't know. See. You can get throw a Kanye in there. You, you can throw yeah. See, you can my throw a college drop. That's no, my favorite no, Kanye. Throw Kanye. College drop. Oh my god. College drop was hard. But I, see, I, I really fuck with Outkast though too. Oh, Stank on you. Stank on you. That's my favorite Outkast. And, and, when, and when I tell niggas that, niggas like, see, you would. But niggas have to realize, I, I was born in '97, so like, I didn't grow up on fucking AT Aliens or coming out. Like, I grew up on Stank Nolia and fucking Speaker Box and Love Below. So yeah. <laughs> that's the shit I'm gonna resonate with the most. But yeah, Stank Nolia is my favorite Outkast album. I could throw that in there. I could throw. It's like a lot of shit. Just throw something in there. Hold on, give me give me a sec to think, bro. Cause it's a lot of shit that's going through my mind. I'm trying to think of like what I revisited, like what I just revisited previously, in like the past week or so. Like I revisited that. Go Black ahead, Star. throw in that Frank Ocean Blind. Just go ahead, Ooh. say Frank Ocean Blind. Your nah, top I can't, five. I, I can't you throw got, that in there. You got to. That's hard. I can't throw that in there though. 
Come on. That's a classic, bro. It's, it's like a lot of it's a lot of good shit, bro. Um Yeah, man. I will throw that I'll throw that sting I'll, yeah, I'll throw that sting on you in there, bro. Number five. Sting on Outcast. Archer, what's your top five albums of all time? My top five albums of all time. Speak get get to the mic, my guy. My top five albums <laughs> of all time, bro. Let's hear it. I'm about to go through the list, bro. <laughs> Throw through the list. My number one, my number one album of all time is gonna be Humble Beat. <laughs> Pretty. I'm, I'm a young nigga. Oh, <laughs> man, you know, I, I like I like old music, but Humble Beat is definitely your Niggas girl. is gonna gun his. Right, n- niggas is gonna gun me. <laughs> niggas, niggas is gonna go. gun me on the couch. Humble Beat is number one. Yeah, Humble Beat is my number one album of all time for a fact. But I'm a mixtape type of nigga. I don't I don't really listen to albums, you know. Yeah, you like you like throwaways. <laughs> See, now listen, listen. Understand something. I'm the man now, so, you know. My top five of all time is going to be, and this is just anything, I'm going to say it's Pistol Pete Project at number two. <laughs> Welcome to Phaser Land at number three. Hold on, I ain't done. Two more, two more. Two more? Yeah. Hmm. Mm, Sign of the Streets 2 at number four. <laughs> Who is that? Is that Dirk? That's Dirk. That's, yeah. definitely, that's definitely Dirk. Dirk. Uh, yeah, I can tell what type of nigga this is. See how it goes, bro. It's cool though. I said number five, Flower Boy. Ah, nah. I'll probably say. Give me something else about Tyler. Goblin. That could be number five. Flower Boy is 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 definitely his best project though. Flower Boy is Flower like Boy is definitely his that's best Tyler best. growing into his own of like everything that he likes. That's like everything leading up to, to yeah to Tyler. Yeah, album. it's like Goblin was like. I'm gonna say bastard first. Like you could hear like the little stuff in bastard, the jazz and stuff, the unorthodox approach, and then goblin is just like hard hitting, but it has just like few spots where it's like, oh okay, Tyler. So and you get to Wolf, and then Wolf is Wolf like, is that's when you're like, okay, Tyler hey, really is it's influenced by different stuff. Wait, before you do that, I want to ask Darius a question. What's good? good? So when when we talk about when I talk about the top ten rappers of this generation. Earl and Tyler are both in my top ten. I want to I want to know from you who's higher than who because you could get you could give me the argument that Earl is better a better rapper than Tyler, but Earl to me does not have an album better than Flower Boy. I feel like Tyler kind of he, he t- that kind of tipped Tyler over the edge. But I know Earl's your favorite rapper, so I want I want to hear what you got to say about that. Earl is like Tyler has more influence on people just because his his brand and Tyler's yeah. name yeah. carries a lot of weight. So therefore, it's easy to say. Like, I feel like people are easily going to agree with that, but, like, I don't like shit on Go Outside. Like, that got me through, like, my junior year of high school. Oh, yeah, that was your, that was your shit. Because I really did not like shit, and <laughs> I really did not leave the house. So, like, like I remember when I first listened to it, I was like, wow, this shit is trash. Like, girls <laughs> are, like, really, like, like what, what the fuck is he talking about? Man. But then, like, came to realization, a lot of shit happened. Then, like, I went back and listened to it for some reason, you know? Then, like, I was like, wow, like, this is all, like, like, how do people, like, undermine this? <laughs> you know, like, like I'm pretty sure there's people out there that s- still haven't even... Yeah, it, it was very and like, the radar. Yeah, it, you know what I'm saying? Very, it, it it was, very... And, like he said, the rollout of his album was, like, yeah. trash, and it got messed up along yeah. the way. So it's like, that by itself could have easily, tur- like, people not listen to it, but, like, I listen to it because I'm an Earl fan. Of course. But, yeah, like, I'm going to still say Earl... Are you saying influential or like? I'm just like artists in general, top ten rap artists in general. It's just like Earl's craft is so mastered, you know. 
where like Tyler, he he's 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 like I feel like he's just now like kind of getting his shit. Yeah, like, getting like getting his craft. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Grammy like, nominated. A. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But like Earl is like his rap ability and it, like what he be talking about, bro. I'd be like, damn, like he's like he's like what 21, 22, and he I yeah, feel like I feel like he raps like a four year old or something. Like he's very like. Oh, yeah, when I first heard Earl, because you brought it to his day. Exactly, and that's what I'm saying. So people automatically don't listen to Earl just because, like, the connotation that comes with, well, yeah, comes like, behind with Earl Sweatshirt and Odd Future. Like, them niggas was weird. Like, I remember niggas telling me, you like, you listen to them? You listen oh, yeah, to Odd I, Future? Back then, I swear, I thought them niggas was devil worshippers and shit. Right, cause, yeah. Cause they were just, but they were really ahead of the time. Like, yeah. they were on some different type of shit. But that's why they were, like, so impactful, like, yeah. especially on younger kids, because that's how younger kids are. Like, especially when you're growing up, you are very, like, rebellious and shit. And that's yeah. Cool. But I remember the first time you, you uh... Showed you Earl? Yeah, it was Earl, of course. Earl from, uh, the Earl, uh... Video? Earl tape, yeah. And I was like, the fuck is this? But you told me how old he was. I was like, I remember, like, thinking to myself, like, damn, like, this nigga really has, like... Yeah, like um, a lot of uh, potential. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, this nigga can really rap for, like, yeah. how young he is. Like, his vocabulary was, like... Very like and that's why I like love words like, and stuff because like, like I came up off Earl saying fucking like words that I've never heard before yeah, he and it's like, like wow like how did he fit that in there and man, like what and does that mean especially at the time where like young niggas who was popular like Chief Keef you know yeah they, and he wouldn't you know like Chief Keef very influential very influential shout right movement but like but he, influenced, he influenced fuck niggas <laughs> <laughs> he influenced niggas into thinking that everybody's from Chirac and but now you got everybody running around screaming gang and squad and thinking they ain't gangs <laughs> and that's big facts you can tell Quadri feels very strong about that yeah, yeah. there's a lot of was very, he was very influential though especially that that uh finally famous it was very finally rich finally famous finally rich same thing <laughs> that's Big Sean that's <laughs> Big Sean he keeps saying nigger I'm about to leave it. <laughs> yeah, chill, chill, chill. Nah, uh, but yeah, very influential. But like I said, there were two. They're just two same age, two different like styles of, of rapping, and one was easier to kind of listen to and kind of uh, digest. Digest, and because he made turn up music while Earl was something you really had to sit down and be like, "What the fuck is this nigga talking about?" And people don't like. Comp- People don't like comp- uh, you know complexity or complex shit. Even even complex, they're they're called complex, <laughs> complex. but they like simple shit. You, you're complex, a complex though. editor, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, I am. Ah, uh, my fault. Uh, but yeah, people don't like people don't like to digest and dissect type shits. Uh, I like that shit though. I think it's very very artistic, and I. That's one effect. The rappers that are big right now are big right now. <laughs> yeah. And then like people like Earl get undermined and like get this odd future connotation tagged on them and. You know how that goes. Right, right. Like Frank Ocean. Yeah, Frank Ocean. You know what I'm saying? He was an odd, but he was like a low key odd future member. Like he went out here like odd future. Like but he was like he was odd future. That nigga said I'm high and I'm bi. Oh wait, Wait, I I mean I'm I'm straight. straight. And then niggas did not know what the fuck he was talking about. If you go look at the video, you see your own in there going. Yeah, he was like, oh, but then when that shit came out, niggas went back to that. It's like this nigga Frank is wild. Yeah, yeah, like Frank is the the god. Frank also he's also another. when we look back at like the best artists of the last like you know ten years, he's up. Yeah, like, like of course he's up. What there. do people know? Frank could have easily went fucking back right field, but he went so left. Kind of like so how the left. weekend did. Weekend went. He went. The, very, no, the the weekend was left and he went right. That's what I meant. Like you know yeah, what I'm saying? He, he started like when he, the trilogy House of Balloons. That that shit. was like my that's my stuff. Then he. He kind of went Okay, then, then like he released the uh, what was that? Beauty. Uh, no, 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 no. It was it was the one that he made in like Japan. Okay, uh, I see it. I can't think of the name either now. 
I know what you're talking about. Hold on. His dad was before. Uh, what? Uh, shout out Warren Green. He put me. He put me on the. Hey, shout out Warren. Shout out Keegan. Shout out. Uh, shout out Lionel. Shout yeah, out Beans. Uh, shout out. Uh, shout, shout out, out Austin Brown, man. Hold shout on. out. Shout out Wendell. Yeah, shout out Wendell. Shout out Cassie. Shout out to the Brusher, uh Boys basketball team. I hope Yay. y'all listen to this. Shout out uh, Jesse Love. Yeah. Shout out. Shout uh, out Coach Shout out Matthias Barley. Shout out. Shout out Dan Two Times. Shout out the nigga that charged me seven fifty five. Shout out Claudio. Uh, hold on. What was the album called? The Weekend. He was. I looked him up recently. In my okay, trilogy is just House of Balloons, Thursday, and um, for Echoes of Silence. Where's that? Kissland. 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 I, I, bypass, yeah. I didn't. I, I didn't bypass. like that album yeah, for, uh, first album. time, but I revisited it because my man Warren Green, shout out Warren Green, he he put me he put me on that, and I was like, wow, this is fire. But then after that, he released um, released uh, Beauty Behind the Madness. You know that was cool, and it had it had the lead hit off from the Fifty Shades of Grey. Of course. You know, and that's when you know I feel like he went right. That's where very right. You know he he. he he got a taste of Selena Gomez. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't yeah. know what to do. He didn't yeah. know what to do. I don't think I. I yeah. He got a taste of Selena. He didn't know what to do. But yeah. Um. What else? Mm-hmm. What else could we hit on? Just hit music. Hit wrestling. Who's winning the uh, Brock Lesnar Roman Reigns match? <laughs> well, don't ask it. We all know that. Yeah. We all know uh, who the fuck's winning that shit. Vince. Of course, that's 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 the golden boy. Yeah. Shout out Ray Zuber because Ray Zuber was the golden boy at Catholic. Roman Reigns is the golden boy of the WWE. WWE. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? Uh, how's Dragon Ball Super going? The wherever Z, whatever. It's it is. over. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's over. It's on high. I'm not gonna say it's over. It's on high. It is. But yeah, the last episode was cool. But you know, they they they're in the midst of making this movie that is supposed to be dropping later on this year. So that's dope. I'm not going to see. I'm not watching no movie. I'm not doing none of that. Cause you're a you're you're a um, social introvert. I'm an anti-social extrovert, and you're a, you're a social introvert. Yeah. So um, tonight, um, NXT's takeover or whatever. Right. But hey, real life in Orangeboro, go to the Cram Karaoke Night. Hey, we out there. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if Ed's out there. I don't know if, if Cardi's out there, but I'm out there. I don't know what that is, and I can almost guarantee I probably won't be. <laughs> What's wrong with you? But on a real note, in 2018, we coming up. Coming up. Whatever brand we got going, I don't know the name of it, we coming up. Yeah. Watch for watch for my future on your track. Let them know, man. Let them know, dark Black trash, easy antagonist. We, we're going to wait. We're making waves, and we're and we giving back to the people. That's what we that's The people, what we the kids. And Ed's going to be the person to save rap music, because right now, it's just no. trash. Not he doesn't believe it. I don't. Cause listen, I, I'm not shout sh- out Trey I'm Crow. Not shit. Yeah, shout, shout out Trey Crow. Shout out Trey Crow. Shout out Trey Crow. Shout out Trey Crow. Hey, shout out Skyler. Shout out oh. CJ. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> shit. Shout out them too. I almost forgot. Yeah, I gotta shout out uh, them too. Who else should I shout out? I already shout out my close friends. Um Shout out Gapa Bapa Godfrey. Bapa Godfrey President of Davis County. County. He's really my United States president. That man is gonna do big things. Yeah. He got he got a lot of potential for very potential. Shout out to Derek Henderson. Yeah, shout out to Derek! You know what I'm saying? Derek, shout out Hey, yeah, but shout out my man Derek, man. Yeah, um, who else? Dre Ty, sorry, I got shout, shout, out, shout out my man Ty. Ty no loss yeah, to Tyron Gary. Tyron. Hey, shout out one with Dre one last time. Bro. Yeah, one with Dre. One with a few niggas shout out here Key. keeping it real. My man yeah. Keyshawn. Keyshawn Walker, yeah. Keyshawn, my man Jacob Pettigrew. Trevor Washington? Yeah. No. 
Yeah. Um, anything else you'd be said? Uh, yeah, man. Just just keep a lookout. You know, I'm not shit yet, but I got potential. <laughs> I really do got potential, y'all. And uh, I'm working on this formula to turn this potential into juice. Cause once I get this juice, everybody gonna drink. Remember I said that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not on that. <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting my shit together, y'all, bro. So just 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 stick with me. Uh, and just just. <laughs> Just, just keep an eye out. Keep an eye out. Yeah. Uh, I gotta say. AD2018, uh, do you want to preview a track or anything on the end? We can... I mean, it's up to you, man. You're you, you, you the podcast, man. Okay. Well, this is Underground Ones, bro, and we signing out. Peace. Wait for it. D-I-